everybody, I'm Sarah. And I'm Vicky. And we're the Drama Mamas. Yeah, we are. This week we take on season two episodes, oh shit, what episodes were these? Five and six. Episodes five and six of Justified. Titles are Cottonmouth and Blaze of Glory. Yes. Why Cottonmouth? Uh, you know, I'm really not sure. I know that's a venomous snake and it's, Cottonmouths are around here, aren't they? Yeah. Probably, if because that's based in Kentucky. And then, I don't know. There's they have a, wide around their mouth, There's a right? lot of weed smoking, and that'll give you cotton mouth. Oh, I was only thinking about the snake, cotton mouth. Am I crazy? That is... It's a snake. Okay, yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure it's a snake. Hmm. It is a snake. Okay. Uh, Do they have any kind of, like, special hunting or... Um, do they lull you into a false sense of security or some shit? Um, it says it's a venomous snake, a species of pit viper in the subfamily. I'm not going to say that right. Of the family Viperidae. <laughs> That's probably wrong, too. <laughs> the species is native to the southeastern United States. As an adult, it is large and capable of delivering a painful and potentially fatal bite. I don't hmm. know. I don't know why this episode's called Cottonmouth. I know that Loretta was slinging shitty weed. Yeah. And that. Oh, they're also water moccasins. That's a. Coover. Oh, like so fucking stupid. Coover said if you don't choke, you don't toke, or some bullshit like that. Yeah. He's an idiot. If it doesn't hurt, it doesn't. I mean, he's not wrong. <laughs> Uh, okay, so we start out with um, Dewey. There's a lot of D names. There are a lot of D, D names. It's Dewey Crow. Dickie. And Dickie and, and Doyle. Doyle. Yeah. Okay, so we start off with Raylan is visiting Dewey, and they cover up the fact that Dewey's talking to a federal. Yes. By saying that he might be test, he might be positive for TB. Yes. So they have to quarantine him because yes. he's been exposed, and he thinks <laughs> he thinks he's really sick. Yeah. And, and then so, he's like, "What the hell?" Yeah. And so he um, he's got information. Yes. And his information is that Doyle is a dirty cop. Oh boy. What. <laughs> So glad that Dickie came to tell us, because I didn't see that one coming. Mm-mm. I didn't no. get that at all. Blindsided. Uh, Raylan says, the way this works is you have to tell me something I don't know, and then we can talk about getting you to a halfway house. Right. He says the Bennets are up to something. Something big. Mm-hmm. And Dewey doesn't something know what. Something to do with Loretta's daddy. Yes. And he says he doesn't understand mortgages and shit. So... It's something, it's not petty crime. No. And it involves Loretta's daddy. Yep. And land. Yep. That's what I picked up. Hmm. Uh, Dewey needs more if he's going to get out. Yes. And that's pretty much all we need from that scene. Yes. Uh, Although I'm always thrilled to see Raylan and Dewey interacting. Mm-hmm. It's my favorite pairing. I like it better than Raylan and Boyd. <laughs> like, I just love Dewey. He's so dumb. He's very dumb. And Raylan is always so just... 
taken aback by how dumb he is, I think. That's what I like. Yeah. Is that he's always just like, how are you this stupid? And still alive. Like, how do you make it in the line of work that you're in? Bro, I don't know. Uh, Loretta's working the counter at Mag's store. Yeah, and Coover does not like it. Mm-mm. He says, Mama ain't never left me in charge, Dickie, neither. And she goes, well, it ain't as glamorous as it looks. You know, um, we've talked about why we like Loretta, how she's street smart. Mm -hmm. She has an innate ability to, like, read a room, Mm -hmm. act accordingly. Yes. Um, And she, like, immediately, he's jealous of her position, and she tries to undermine it. She's just like, oh, it's, you know, it's a hassle. It's it's not fun. You wouldn't want to do it. Yeah, you wouldn't want to do it. And, and also, you can tell in the way that she's watching him, she knows he's dangerous, she knows he's stupid, mm-hmm. and she's just trying to figure out the best thing to say to diffuse the situation. Right. That's the battered wife syndrome. Yeah. I mean... You grow up in the abuse, and you're like, okay. Mm-hmm. I know your type. Yeah. Um, She's so smart. I just love... And the actress plays it smart. You know, she... She lets you know what her character is thinking in a way, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, you know that Loretta, is, her mind is, like, spinning. worrying. Yeah. Um, if it was a computer, you'd hear it spinning. Like, that's how hard she's thinking. And you can just see it in her face. He uh, grabs a bunch of snacks, oh, walks out, and she hollers that Mag said he's supposed to pay for those. Mm-hmm. Uh... And so he throws one at her. Yeah. And he's like, well, you can tell on me for it or something like that. Something. Really douchey. She's like 15. Yeah, she's a kid. But, you know, he kind of has the mentality of a kid. So he probably has this dichotomy where, like, he sees her as lesser. Right. Because she's a girl and she's young. But also he kind of sees her as a peer because intellectually... She's actually his superior. Superior. Yeah, I was about to say, (laughs) I don't think they're on the same playing field. Yeah. It, it that's an interesting dynamic. It's yeah. And I didn't notice if he was wearing her dad's watch. Oh, I didn't either. I should have looked for that though. Cuz you know that's just that's a ticking time bomb. Yeah. I feel like if he had been she probably would have noticed. For sure. She would have picked up on it. I don't think they took me seriously. I threatened them. I said if I had to tell them more than once, they would not be having a sister sleepover tonight or tomorrow because um, they're not going to Tammy's this week. Oh, oh, yeah, we might have to bring them. Oh. Sorry. That's fine. You say that. We'll see. I mean, they can um, play games and say I might call time. my mom and see if she wants to keep them. She'd probably be thrilled. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> okay, so Tom shows up. That's the state officer? Yes. Okay. Tom something. I think I wrote it down at some point. Uh, he shows up. The Oxybus is just the tip of the iceberg of what's going down in Harlan County. And he wants Raylan's help because he's been there for what, 18 years. Yeah. And they still look at him. Like yeah, he's like he's outsider. a carpetbagger. And uh, Art says, you're like the hillbilly whisperer. Put you on <laughs> Oprah. <laughs> but um, Art doesn't want to give him up. No. No. And now, do you think it's because Art actually needs him, or do you think it's because Art's trying to keep him out of getting into more trouble? I feel like 
it's probably more that Art's trying to keep him out of trouble. Mm-hmm. And he knows that if he just sends him down to Harlan, trouble's bound to come up. Oh, yeah. If he doesn't find it, it's going to find him. Right. Yeah. And so he brings up McReady and mm-hmm. how his checks are still getting cashed, but they're inconsistent signatures. Yes. There's potential fraud. Yes. And that is federal. Yes. Uh, Arlo, as you had said, is uh, outside the bounds of his homestead. Mm-hmm. And uh, turns out he's at the marshal office. Yeah. Now, he brought $6,000 and thinks he's going to get that taken off. Yeah, he's like... And Helen also seems to be under the impression. Do you like, think they is, think they have the hookup because Raylan works there or something? I, don't, I think maybe they're like, well, you know, we brought back what we could. It's a show of good faith. We just, the rest of the money, we don't have it. Yeah. You and know? he's like, Raylan's like, absolutely, this is not a yard sale. We're not negotiating. <laughs> this is not haggling. Yeah. So he says that he can maybe work something out if they have $14,000 worth of information. Right. And he starts asking about those signatures and the check fraud. And Helen, the first thing she asks is if this is about the Bennetts. Right. Now, do you think that's because she knew that they were involved or she was just afraid because this is a recent issue? I feel like... I wish I knew what the history was. I feel like... Because the Bennets have been brought up, mm-hmm. and so she knows that he's sniffing around there. Yep. She also probably knows how when he does catch a whiff of something, he doesn't let it go. Right. And so I feel like she's trying. She's if this has anything to do with the Bennets, you steer clear. Yes. Because whatever that history is, it's messy. Yes. Um, Raylan doesn't he tells her he doesn't think so and I was at first I was like oh he's just lying because she's not going to help him if it's Mags but he really doesn't know that it's connected yeah he doesn't he he doesn't have any idea and Mm -mm. so he's like well who would you go to if you needed to check cashed and they're like Bowman Crowder who Mm -hmm. Ava shot dead (laughs) right he did he real dead um Oh, I made a note that Boyd's hair is crazy as fuck right now. Yes. Okay, I'm glad you brought that up. So, Boyd and the crew... Now, was the guy's name Kyle? Yes. Okay, I remember it being a stupid name, and that's like my go-to stupid name. Sorry, all you Kyles out there. Um, Boyd and the crew go over the plan, and Boyd's hair is wild. Now, as I've said, I have this theory that the crazier his hair is, Mm -hmm. the crazier his actions are. Yes, I think that's why I noted it. This stands up. In this episode. His hair is very wild. It's wild. Um, And I said, Boyd's hair is wild. That does not bode well for them. (laughs) It does not. So they're going over the plan. He tips them off about Shelby, the security guard. Yes. And how he is armed and dangerous. He might look old, but he has a steady hand. Right. And then a phone call comes in. What do you think about this? I thought that was genius. Of course, yeah. Boyd is the best. Like So smart. Yes. And he always plays it so cool. He says later, he always uh, ha- know your ABCs, always be cool. Mm-hmm. That is him. Even when shit is like his feet are to the fire, he mm-hmm. still 
always has his wits. Yep. But yeah, like he's just listening to them his talk. His daddy got shot by Miami. Mm-hmm. He held his shit together. Yep. He chased them down. Handled his business. <laughs> sure did. Um. So, what does he learn? That they're gonna double cross his ass. Of course they are. He acts like it's Ava on the phone. Mm-hmm. She's very smart. And he just says enough to make them think that he's distracted. Mm-hmm. But what he's really done is called the house phone from his cell phone and left his cell phone in the living room. So when they're talking their real plan bullshit, mm-hmm. he's like, oh, okay. And I feel like he, he knew that's what it was, mm-hmm. but this was confirmation. Yeah, he just wanted to be sure. That that's what it was. Yep. Uh, let's see. So they did, before this happened, they said that they were going to just kill the security guard. So it wasn't a problem. And he immediately has a problem with that. He's Uh like, we didn't discuss killing people. Mm -mm. Uh, They're going to pin it on Shelby. So they're going to kill him. And then they're going to make it look like he was trying to steal and got caught in In a premature explosion. Yes. That was all part of his plan. Right. He did it. They tell Boyd not to worry about the details. He only need worry about the explosion. Mm-hmm. So Boyd says that he's in charge. And they're like, yeah, okay, sure. And he's doing some dishes. It's not charged up yet. The radio thing? Yep. And uh, I don't remember what they called it. I, I just don't know it wasn't either. charged up yet. And that's why he's doing the dishes. Yeah, Raylan pulls up, and so they're distracted, and he slips it in the water. Yes, he soaks the, the charge. Yeah. That way, probably won't work later. Well, it forces their hand. Right. Um, so Raylan pops up, and they get real testy. When he, this is classic Raylan. He gets out of the car, and he goes, Hello, fellas. Don't believe I've had the pleasure. And... One of them pipes up. One of the dumb ones. They're all dumb, but They're two of dumb. them were markedly dumber than the other one. Says, you don't need to know us. We mind our business and suggest you do the same. He goes, well, that wouldn't be like me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Truer words were never spoken. Right. Boyd comes out um, and he talks to Raylan. Raylan says he can spot outlaws and his friends are packing. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure. Boyd says something along the lines of, like, they have no ill intent. Oh, okay. That makes sense. My note says, Boyd says, not with I'll content, but he wouldn't know. And I was like, I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say here. (laughs) (laughs) That makes sense. They talk about Bowman, and Boyd tells them about the church ATV guy. Yes. Because that's what he's really there for. He doesn't know anything about Mm-mm. the mines or the bombs or what his plans are. He just needs to know where you're getting them checks cash. Yep. So Bowman would outsource it to this guy. Right. So he was kind of the front man and was cutting the other guy in on it. Right. Um, he says he's a little twitchy and he doesn't know if he's still in the game. Right. We learn how twitchy he is real soon. Real twitchy. He's real twitchy. Um, Boyd leaves a note for Ava. Yes, he brings up the battery problem to the crew, and he suggests postponing it, and they decline. 
they're just going to hit up Radio Shack. I bet those Kyle boys don't have any patience. I look forward to them being dead. Mm-hmm. Well, you don't have to wait too long. No. He, yeah, he writes a note to Ava. And he says, you got to make a living in this business. you got to know your ABCs. It always be cool. Right. They get to the mines. The armored truck is there. Mm-hmm. Boyd asks if they're sure that their fix will work. Do they? I think they just got another battery or something. Yeah. And uh, he says, just make sure he sets the charges properly. That Kyle tells Boyd that as if that was an issue. Like Boyd doesn't know. And he guarantees they will not die in that hole. And he kept that promise. He did keep that promise. Uh, Raylan goes to ask about the checks. Did yep. you get this guy's name? Uh, no. Okay, he's just ATV guy in my yeah. notes. Yeah. Uh, He's both ATV guy and the church man in my notes. <laughs> uh, so Raylan's asking about the checks. He says that his business is thriving with folks touring the mountaintop removal sites mm-hmm. and bears coming back, and he doesn't need this extra business. So, but he's like, Raylan's like, I've got these signatures, you know. He asks about like, Walt McCready specifically. Right. And he's like, well, I'll need to get my glasses. And then he tases him. Yeah. I, did you think he was going for a gun? Because for a second, I thought he was going Very for a gun. Very That would have been a poor decision. Yeah. I mean, tasing him was a poor decision. <laughs> <laughs> but pulling a gun. Yeah, on Raylan, of all people. You'd be done for. Yeah. Well, he, my notes say, tases Raylan. Raylan tases back. <laughs> yes, and they both go down. Yes, they're struggling to recover. Um, he, Raylan he, charges the taser, though. Yes. And he continues his... Oh, his name is Baines. Oh, okay. He continues his interrogation, and Baines tells him to do his worst. He ain't telling him shit. And Raylan looks confused by that. Yeah. I think it's at that moment that he realizes that the Bennett's are because there's very few people that strike that kind of fear in somebody mm-hmm. where they're just like i'm not telling you shit yeah like me talking to you is going to be worse then, than whatever you're going to do to me yeah it doesn't matter what you do because they're gonna fucking tear me apart yeah and we learn in this episode what that means like max has already killed somebody but mm-hmm. we've not seen her punish somebody we've seen no. dicky put Walt's leg in the bear trap. So you kind of have an idea of, like, their kind of justice system. But we've not seen Mags do it. Right. And we find out that Mags can do it. She don't fuck around. She ain't playing. Uh, let's see. Where I keep saying, uh, a lot. It's just because I keep finding my notes. (laughs) Um, we've got man down in the mines and Boyd wants all their phones. Yeah, this is obviously step one in their plan is they get out of the mines so right. that they can do their shit. Right. And so Kyle pretends to get hurt. The three of them rush him outside. And then Boy takes their cell phones. He says that he doesn't want to disturb or interfere with the frequency of the detonation. Right. Hate for it to go off early. Yes. So they all are not happy about it, but they do it. Yes. So Ava gets home, and she sees the dishes are done. And she opens the fridge to get something, and then she closes it, and she sees a note. Mm-hmm. And it says to call a number at exactly 6.05 and not to tell anybody else. And she does. She sure the fuck does. She, if she hadn't. Things would have been different. <laughs> would have been different, yes. But she, I mean, for better or for worse, she trusts Boyd. Mm-hmm. At least a little bit. 
Yeah, I would say a lot of it at this point. Yeah. I mean, by the end of this episode. And uh, they start the robbery. Yes, they hit the safe and the security guard. Boyd is very cool. They're all celebrating already. Already. That's so dumb. It's the worst. And Why? The bank robbers in the next episode are the same way. Mm-hmm. Well, all except for the old guy. Mm-hmm. They're celebrating before shit's done. You don't fucking... You don't count your eggs before they've hatched. No. Especially if you're doing something count dangerous. Your, count your chickens before... Whatever. Yeah, I knew what you meant. Whatever. Um, so a phone starts ringing. Mm-hmm. It's Kyle's. He kicks them out. Boyd's like, you need to get the fuck out. You better give me your phones and turn them off right the fuck now. This is like immediately when this happened, when Ava called, mm-hmm. this is when the power shifted yeah. into Boyd's hands. Like he had set the trap, mm-hmm. but it didn't actually happen until this moment. Yeah. This is when he is in called, control. He would have had no reason to send them out. Mm-hmm. He couldn't have done what he did. Yep. Uh, Raylan visits Coover. Yes. He's setting his own trap. Oh, he's, what he said was, don't cough, don't get off. Ah. He asks about Walt and his checks. And basically, he's just like, are you cashing them for yourself? Or are you being a good neighbor and cashing him for him and sending it to him? Right. Um, and he says that he needs to dot a few I's, cross a few T's on that pedophile. And he needs to see Walt. Yep. So if you see him, tell him I'm looking for him. So, because he brought up the checks, they know who to go to. Right. And this was Raylan's plan. He, uh, yeah. He and Boyd are really good at baiting. Strategy. Strategy. Yeah, that's the better. And Strategy. I would say, honestly, that Boyd's probably better at it than oh, Raylan. Oh, I would... Yeah. And it's probably because he is... He's working against outlaws, but he's also working against the cops. Mm-hmm. And whereas Raylan is only going against outlaws. outlaws. So, like, his... Boyd has to think of all the angles. Yes. And Raylan really only thinks from one. Right. Maybe two. Right. Uh, <laughs> Boyd foils their plan, but Kyle has a backup plan. Yeah. Um, and he's got another battery, and he's going to set it off. And he does, but Boyd rigged the truck. Yeah. He rigged the bags. Mm-hmm. He tricked them. And then once the explosion goes off, one of them's still alive. I think it was Kyle. Oh, I think it was the, the one with the really dumb face. I mean, Not the long had, hair, but the real dumb really face. They all had really dumb face. <laughs> yes. And this one uh, was especially dumb. So Boyd just shoots him and puts him down. Right in between the eyes. Done. He, he spares Shelby. Yes. And he asks him to cover for him and say that he had to go home because of an emergency. Yeah. He's, he's got no intention to kill him. Just just tell him that he had an emergency. Don't tell him they were, he was there. He left. Done. And Shelby agrees. Yeah. He's like, no skin off my back. Do you recognize that actor? No. He was in Supernatural. Oh. And he's been in like a ton of stuff. I've not finished Supernatural. Maybe someday I'll go back and finish it. I'm almost done with Gilmore Girls. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Coover and Dickie show up at the ATV place. No one's there except Raylan. He's lying in wait. Yep. And Dickie says that this means that he knows. But he can't prove it. But he can't prove it. And so they, they leave. They don't need to split it. 
Because uh, he's dumb. He's real, real yeah, dumb. Yeah, he's like, but he doesn't have any proof, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> That's not he, how that works. He won't keep sniffing around until he finds proof. Absolutely not. Why would he? He doesn't have it now, so it's he's not, not going to get business. it. <laughs> uh, Boyd gets home, and Abe is waiting for him. I, I, I liked the scene. I did, too. What do you think about Boyd and Ava? Like I said in the last episode, <laughs> if Boyd could keep his nose clean, mm-hmm. so down. Yep. So down. Mm-hmm. I feel a real uh, Arlo. Helen. Helen. Yeah. Yeah. But I'd hope that Boyd wouldn't be as shitty as Arlo. <laughs> I don't think he would. Tom comes by. Uh, while Raylan is still at the ATV place, and they discuss Dickie and Coover. And how McReady, and how he's likely dead. Probably. And they both worry about Loretta. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, Tom asks, what were you like at 14 growing up around these parts? And Raylan just scoffs. <laughs> like, I think he remembers exactly what he was like. Yep. Uh, Tom they, mentions the robbery gone wrong, and Raylan immediately. He's like, is Boyd there? He, was he one of the bodies? And they're like, well, they're looking for him. Mm. He's not been identified as one yet. And he won't be. And he won't be. Boyd says that... Ava's like, why did you kill them? He's like, I, I didn't. He's, they had a choice. And they made their choice. If they hadn't pushed that button... They'd still be alive. They'd still be alive. Um, and he said, she's like, why do you do this? And he said, because it's what I do. It's who I am. I really liked that. Yeah. Because it's true. Yeah. Like. She says, you could have run when Raylan came by. just lit out and let the chips fall. And he says, what does it say about me that that thought never crossed my mind? Mm-hmm. And he tells her that he came across the bank letter. Mm-hmm. And he apologizes because he knows it was an invasion of her privacy. She is on the way to lose the house. Um, and she jokes about, you know, none of that money made it out, did it? And he throws a bag down. There's 15 to 20K in there. Um, and that's won't, it won't keep the bank off her back, but it'll buy her a little bit of security. Mm-hmm. And then we hear sirens. Yes. And he asks her for one more favor. And he needs to know if she'll do it now. Yep. Uh, Max. Oh. Yep. Max drops in on Dickie and Coover. Yep. She didn't know about the checks. No. I don't like. They're thirty something. Yep. Yep. They're definitely. They should know by now. They're definitely at least thirty-five. Yeah. Not to hide shit from her. Mama knows everything. Yeah, and they like you can tell that they're afraid of her, and we find out why. Yeah, she's a hard ass. You would think they would be so afraid they wouldn't do stupid shit like this. Oh, but children are dumb. That's true. And she probably, like, she does break his hand, but she's probably softer on... That would have gotten somebody else killed. Oh, probably, for sure. There's a line in The Wire where... Uh, one of the cops is just like, it's no wonder they're so good talking about the drug dealers. He was like, if they fuck up, mm-hmm. they get killed. Right. If we, the cops, fuck up, we get promoted. Right. Um, she hurts Coover because Dickie is crippled to the point of uselessness, and that's why he's not down on that table. Yeah, and when she says that his face... Ooh. 
I'm telling this show is really well acted. It's very well acted. And it, it it hurt because she's like, and I like Coover. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I know them. Like, I would, you don't want to. It always sucks when you have to punish your child. Yes. It's not fun times. Like, my mother used to say, this is going to hurt me a lot more than it's going to hurt you. And I don't entirely buy that, but I get it. Yeah. Um, and damn it, when Coover... He's begging he's, her. I love you, Mama. I love you. Please, Mama. I love you. And then afterwards, he's like, I love you, Mama. That's it's rough. terrible. We and end with Loretta and Raylan. Yes. I, you know, I think we all know how much I like Dewey Crow and Raylan scenes, but Loretta and Raylan is also something special. It's nice. It's really nice. He catches her trying to sell weed, and mm-hmm. these boys are trying to low cut her. Yeah, and she's not having She's like, it's simple math. Like, no. Right. And he, she says, Marshall, I had it in my head. You weren't in the business of harassing the growers and sellers of herbal relief. Yes. I love the way that she talks. And he's like, that's not why I'm here. Mm. He's like, I want to give you this phone. If you, He said, I, I kicked a hornet's nest last night. Things mm-hmm. are about to get wild. If you need me, you call me and I will drop whatever I am doing to come get you. Yep. I really liked that scene. It was very nice. Because I don't think Loretta has had anyone in her life, including her father, Mm -hmm. ever say anything like that to her Mm -mm. or mean it if they did say it. But he does. No. If her fucking... If her dad would have been that kind of guy, Mm -hmm. he'd have shot the fucking pedophile. Yes. The first time he tried to fucking get his hands on Loretta. Yes. And he didn't. Because he was a bitch. And now he's a dead bitch. Yeah, he was weak. Uh, so that's episode five. Yes. Now we have Blaze of Glory, which is a very different episode. What a disappointing... Like, I understand why the episode is titled Blaze of Glory. But I really thought that there would have been a blaze of glory. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It was fine. It was. It felt short. Mm-hmm. There wasn't a whole lot of... There weren't really any subplots. No. It was, it just, was just this bank robber and then the added tension of Winona being involved. Right. But there wasn't really any... There was no Boyd. No. There was... It, there, it did not move no the more story Arlo, forward. No Mags. No Bennets at it all. Was, it was filler episode. Kind of. Yeah. I think that it was a study in the lengths that Raylan would go to. Mm. Although, even that wasn't tested super I feel hard. like maybe it was to show how desperate Winona is. Yes. It um, did do that. Because she's not that dumb. No. But she did something so she dumb. So, so dumb. Uh, okay, let's jump into it. The ATF interviews Boyd. We get like a whole sequence of between Boyd and Ava and how their stories are aligning. And Boyd basically she's shit. clueless. Yeah. Which is the truth. Truly. They just leave out the part where she called. Yeah. And they're like threatening to put her down for felony murder. Yes, because she was an accomplice and... 
And Boyd is basically saying he was under duress that they threatened him and Ava. Right. And Ava supports him as much as she can in that. And they lean really hard on them. And then they insult Ava and Boyd is not having it. (laughs) He says, if you disrespect Ava one more time and I will come across this table. And the ATF guys are like, well, Art, that sounds like a threat against a federal officer. I think that's enough to hold him. And Art's like, "Mm, no, I think a threat against a federal officer would be a little bit more direct. Like, if you disrespect Miss Crowder again... I will beat the ever-loving shit out of you. <laughs> I love art so much. And I was like, I believe that art is telling you himself mm. that mm-hmm. if you keep disrespecting her, he will beat the ever-loving shit out of you. You're going to have more than one problem on your hands. It made me laugh, though, when Boyd was like, I'll come over this table because mm-hmm. I have definitely said that Yes, more than once. Once in the past week. <laughs> so. And I was, I, I don't know if it's a Southern thing. Coming over the table? I, yep. I, I think it, maybe it is because that's a very common, like, it did not seem out of Mm-mm. the norm oh, for me to hear that. But, like, when I lived in the Midwest, mm-hmm. I never hear anybody say, I'll come over, I'll this, come table. over this table. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've heard that many a time in my life. Yeah, so. Might have said it a time or two. Good job, guys. Uh, we have a really short scene with Boyd and Raylan yeah Raylan's impressed to see him not in cuffs Boyd says when someone is threatening a woman that you care deeply for there's no end to the lengths that you will go to to keep that woman safe it's true which is very not subtle foreshadowing (laughs) Mm -mm. Gary and Winona fight God yes. damn it, Gary. He, I almost forgot until I saw this in my notes again. I think I blocked it out. He's she, so fucking stupid. She says, just tell me what you did. And he's like, I'm trying. And she's like, no, don't try to tell me what you did. Tell me what you did. This reminds me, there are, there are relationships that you may be in in your life. Yep. When that person can see the end of the relationship coming. Mm-hmm. And they want to prolong it as much as they can. And Mm -hmm. so they pick fights with you so that you're forced to interact with them. You're not forced to, but you're more likely to interact with them. Just to, like, keep something going with you. Yeah, because, you know, maybe you don't want to be fighting, but if she's fighting with you, she's talking to you. Exactly. And then you can try to, like, spin that into something else. Right. That's what it feels like he's doing. He... Put up their house as collateral. The house that they're already upside down on. Yes. Put it up for collateral to buy a fucking racing horse. Yeah, he tries to defend it. He's like, it's a good horse. What the fuck? You have made a long, long list Mm -hmm. of poor decisions. Yeah, so, so dumb. Oh, boy. She says, after everything that has happened, you did that, and you didn't talk to me about it. And he goes, well, where do I find you, Winona? So he's trying to turn it around on her. Right, it's her fault. And she walks out, and good for Uh, her. Yes. As she should. As she should. Should have punched him in the dick. Bye. That's the only thing she could have done better. (laughs) So she's discussing her Gary problems with Braylon. They actually have a really cute, like repartee yeah and then it leads into her bitching about gary right and she's seeking reassurance that he does not offer her no 
And she's trying to put some files away in the cage. And, and he only like, has... Oh, I don't have a key to the cage. And she gets annoyed. And he's like, it's evidence. I We're in the evidence locker. Right. I got you here. I didn't know you needed it in the cage. Right. And there's That's, a judge who's being extra cautious. Different level of security. Yeah, there's only one guy, Charlie, who has access to right. that. And so they wait together for him. And... Um, he pulls a hair off of her. Well, I assume it was a hair mm-hmm. off of her dress. And then it reminds her of the Gary motel night. Mm-hmm. And he's like, hold on, me touching you made you think of Gary. And she's like, no, I was just thinking about that night. That night. And that, you know, things could be different. And she brings up kids. And she implies that if he were willing to not be a marshal. A marshal they could work out. Yeah, they could have a future. Mm-hmm. And she says, don't you ever wonder? And he's like, sure, yeah, I wonder. And then she's like, so would you leave? And then Charlie comes back. Yeah. And uh, he directs her to some old lock, older lock boxes and gets her the keys because he has to run. Right. And she finds a shit ton of money. Yes. And did you know, when she saw that money, how dumb she was about to be? I hoped that she wouldn't be i understand the temptation yes um i understand the temptation because mm-hmm. he no, literally says nobody's it's using in, that money it's in a lot like those are forgotten lock boxes they're old nobody right. looks at them anymore they're out of use yeah so, so the I, very I next get scene the temptation you she knows better she should know better she should know better she's at the bank looking she just took a single hundred yes she's looking distracted Mm -hmm. she hesitates and in that hesitation a robbery goes down yes guns blazing yes they take wallets and jewelry rob the bank the robber one of the robbers whose name i don't think i I just call him kicker because he kicks her. Oh, I think his name is Carter. He's he's a real piece of work. Yeah, it's Carter because the, the the good young one is Bobby, and okay. then the old guy is Frank. Yes, Frank, I got the other two. I didn't. Uh, he well, takes a, not nearly as important. Carter takes a special interest in Winona. Yeah, he's like, oh, you're a nice piece. He tries to push up her skirt with his gun. Uh huh. And then he realizes she's holding back. Right. And he pries the money from her hands. And yes. then he kicks her in the face. Yes. It's so he unnecessary. Didn't, he didn't just kick her in the face. He straight stomped on her head. Yes. It's like, there's no reason for it. I, oh, I mean, that's better than what I thought was going to happen there. Because when mm-hmm. he started fucking pulling up, trying to ease yes. her skirt up, I was like, this is not... This is not what I'm here for. Yeah. But, I mean, I wouldn't want to get stomped in the face Mm-mm. either. Raylan scolds Winona. He doesn't understand why she didn't just give the robber what he wanted. Yeah. He's well, like, she actually had a decent reason for like, that. He's like, how many times have I told you? Yes. Don't look them in the eye. Yeah. Give them what they want. Yes. It's that simple. There's nothing on you that's worth your life. Nothing. Right. right. Nothing. Right. Usually. No, unless it's like your child's life. There's nothing. I don't know. If somebody was going to rape me, I'd probably... Probably fight for it. Well, that's not like... 
Not for a hundred in my hands. No. That I should not have taken. Art's interest is piqued because the old man, Frank, is an old bank robber that he chased once. Yes. And they're like, well, what's he been doing for the last 30 years? And he's like, well, he was in federal he's prison. He's been doing 30 years. <laughs> uh, and he got out on a not good behavior when they take pity on you because yeah. you're dying. And he's got emphysema. Raylan and Winona are talking, and she says that if he gets the chance, mm. she would like him to shoot the guy who kicked her in the face in the balls. Yes. they Just s- if he gets the chance. <laughs> if the opportunity presents itself. If it's justified. <laughs> right. Uh, the marshals scooped up Frank's wife. Mrs. Reasoner. Yes, and she's completely at a loss. Yeah, she's making excuses. He's such a good guy. No, he's he's been on the internet and web chatting and doing church preaching and mm-hmm. he's he, he it looks like him, but it can't be him. The whole time. Now, we talked about Raylan and his pretty well-conceived rage. Mm-hmm. Like he has this particular smile that you can tell is he real mad. Yeah. He does not have that this episode. No. The whole time she's talking, he's watching the footage of Winona getting kicked in the face. Yes. And he is seething. Yes. Like, it's only really when he deals with Arlo that we see him like this. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't have kicked her in the face, bro. No. The wife doesn't recognize the men that uh, are with him. Right. Her making excuses for him. Mm-hmm made me think of those moms who were like my perfect child right no no he could never he must have been provoked what did the other child do Mm. Mm. yeah she asked if his mind could be gone due to the oxygen right she's Uh. like maybe i don't Maybe he's fucked up. Um, we, when we Too were much in, clean air. <laughs> when we were in Vegas, we did an oxygen bar. And like when we were in Vegas, we didn't have our children. And therefore, we were able to be fully adults and do what we wanted. And so yeah. we were day drinking. Yeah. And uh, like, I don't even think I had breakfast that morning. But if I did, it was a very light breakfast. And mm-hmm. then we had pre-gamed. And it was like 9 a.m. <laughs> And then we did the oxygen bar. And then uh, Christy and I finished the vodka that we had smuggled into Caesar's Palace. And I was so fucked up. That was the day that I was on the floor of Caesar's Palace at like one in the afternoon. Just like so like, far gone. What is like an oxygen bar? I know what an oxygen bar is. It's literally you put oxygen on. And sometimes it's scented or whatever mm. and like they'll put like a um, massage stuff on you and just relax you just kind of get feel high oh um interesting and i don't know this for a fact but it felt like the alcohol hit me harder mm. and faster mm. i don't know it maybe that was psychosomatic but um interesting but yeah the combination of the oxygen and the copious amounts of alcohol that i had consumed and the not so much food i had consumed Mm -hmm. made for a very interesting morning early afternoon (laughs) you rallied i did rally and i've been commended for it (laughs) (laughs) um the guys want to do another job 
Yes, and they uh, they kind of want to cut Frank out. Yes, a little bit, and Frank is kind of a wild card. Yeah, he's refusing to help them. He ain't playing with their asses. No, he gets on to Carter. Carter. Uh, about shooting the guard. He's like, you only shoot people if it's necessary. He's like, well, I told him not to move, and he moved. So it was necessary. And he's like, and you stomped that lady. Yeah. Yeah, he, he wasn't he down was with like, that. he was like, she was holding out on us. Yeah. You just robbed a fucking bank, the $100 in her hands. I feel like you could have let go. Probably. They ID some of the crew. They've identified the kid. Yes, Bobby, Bobby. Green. Yes. And Winona's like, yes, that was him. She asks if they found the other guy. They're like, not yet. And she finds out about flagged serial numbers. Super dollars. And her eyes get real big. Yes. And she immediately does what she should have done at the beginning is go to Raylan. Yes. Yes. As soon as, soon as he was like, why didn't you just give it to them? Mm-hmm. She should have been like, Here's can why. we go talk? Yeah. Let Please. me tell you, Please. I did something stupid. I made a mistake. He pulls her into the locker room and has her explain it again. She's like, I know it was stupid, but I just need to know what we do now. She was like, I just wanted to know if it was real. Yes. He says it'll probably just be chalked up to a clerical error. Yes. Probably. Because it's just one bill. Right. And it hasn't been seen for like 20 years. Decades. Yeah. And um, Tim comes and starts to open the door, and Raylan slams it shut. <laughs> and he's like, Raylan, is that you? And he's like, yep. And he's like, Art wants you right now. Reasoner yes. wants to talk to his wife through video chat. And Raylan wants to be on the front lines. And Art's like, is this about Winona? And he's like, yes. <laughs> that is accurate. It's very much about Winona. I appreciate that he didn't lie. Yes. He was like, We didn't have to. That man stomped her face. Mm hmm. I would like to shoot him in the testicles if the opportunity arises. <laughs> well, Art's just like, I'll make sure that when we put him in the car, you can whack his head or something. Yeah. He's like, But I, you're not going to be there first. Mm hmm. Wife video chats with Frank. He immediately, he knows what's up. He yeah. has to talk to the marshals or whoever's in charge. Yes. And, and so. He's like, I love you, Jenny. Now leave. Yeah, and get the fuck out. And Art talks to him. Yeah, he'll come in if they promise to go easy on Bobby Green. Yeah, because he's a good kid. The other one can get fucked. Yeah, fuck him, for real. Truly. Art says that he had been chasing Frank back in the day, mm -hmm. and he barely missed him, and they kind of reminisce. Yes. And Frank's. Virgin Mary wallpaper. Yeah, and plastic shit. curtains. Yeah. Um, and he says that he wanted to get the money to Jenny on the sly and then keep pulling jobs till he went out in a blaze of glory. He doesn't want to go out in a hospital. Yep. So he gives Art a location. And they're all anticipating suicide by cop because he said blaze of glory. Yes. Art and Raylan sense trouble. They don't think he's going to be there. No. Neither one of them think he's going to be no. here. Art's like, do you think that he's going to show? And Raylan's like, no. Mm -mm. Absolutely not. Carter's wearing a bomb vest. Yes. And Frank pulls a gun on him. Yes. But then he has an episode. Yes. I believed it. And I've seen this before. I also believed it. I was like, oh, man. Yeah. He's fucked. Fucking Carter was going to stomp on his head, too. Yeah. What is with that, dude? Like, he's that's in my notes. I was like, he was going to kick him in the face, too. What the what? fuck is up with him? That's some weird fetish bullshit. <laughs> that is some weird fetish bullshit. He's like... 
I have to kick as many people in the head <laughs> as I can. Or my dick will not get hard. I did say no masochism. <laughs> the two uh, younger ones walk into another bank and Raylan, Raylan goes. Yeah. They, they get a tip that Versailles. they're going into a bank and Raylan shows up. He's the only one um, and he meets up Art's with two feds. gotten a mirror drive of uh, Frank's computer. Yes, and he sees a flight simulator yes. and seems to figure something out. Yeah, because he's a son of a bitch. Yes. Raylan watches uh, while the two younger robbers, Bobby and Carter, approach the teller. He makes eyes with the security guard. Mm-hmm. They know they're on the same team. Carter has an attitude. Big. And uh, Raylan approaches them they tell Raylan they left frank to die at the hotel mm-hmm. he asks, well then who called in the tip right. and bobby looks and realizes their car is car gone. Is gone and he's like well where's the money yeah carter still doesn't understand carter's just like oh somebody stole the car so stupid and Raylan goes hey dumb shit where's the money in the car <laughs> yeah and so Raylan's like well i know that you're the smart one. Oh here. my god. I love that. So he goes, oh, okay, clearly. And he looks concerned. And then he turns to Bobby and says, You're the smart one. <laughs> He's like, I reckon you know what's next. And Bobby does. He puts his hands up. He gets down on the floor. He surrenders. Yeah. And he says, And you're the one who kicks innocent women in the face. Carter says, You mean the girl from this morning? This morning? This has all been in one day? One day. It took me forever to get through this episode because I was getting interrupted by like a million different things. So it especially was just like, this morning. Right. Um, She didn't seem so innocent. And he's like, how does she taste? That's gross. And Raylan, oh my God. Um, You know where I'm from, asshole? No, Harlan County. So he punches them and says, down there we know the difference between dynamite and road flares. Yes. Yes. You dumb shit. You fucking thought. Oh my god. Um, Art- it reminded me of um, there's a movie with Jesse Eisenberg in it and I don't remember what the movie is. I don't remember what it's about. I think Kristen Stewart is also in it. And at one point he's wearing a bomb vest and he punches this guy. He goes, you brought a gun to a bomb fight. <laughs> and <laughs> The line is supposed to be ridiculous. He's not playing it straight. But that's that's what this reminded me of. Because that guy's so cocky with that shit strapped to him. And then Raylan just punches him in the face like, you fucking idiots, road flares. It's like, I'm not stupid, you piece of shit. (laughs) Yes. Um, Art catches me. Oh, and he kicks him in the face. He does kick him in the face. Did he? Yes, Raylan did. Oh, I missed that. Dang. Yep. Uh, Art catches Mr. Reasoner at a flight place. Mm -hmm. Hangar. Mm-hmm. I called it a small airport, but it probably is just a hangar. In my notes, I literally called it a flight place because I couldn't think of the word <laughs> last night. Um, and Art says his knees won't hold up to a run. So if he runs, he's going to shoot his oxygen tank. And he asks if he's seen the end of Jaws. He says yes, so he takes the oxygen off and, and tries to run to the plane. Yeah. And Art's like, God damn it he takes the tank and chases him down and frank collapses just before the plane yep we find out art is waiting on his third grandchild yeah Aw. frank and art talk about retirement and the end of their lives and what they want out of it 
And Frank's like, there's room enough for both of us. But Art's not down with that. No. And uh, and then Raylan shows up. He offers to scan the money for him. Yeah, you know. Ensuring one own safety. Yes. So he goes through every single hundred dollar bill yes he finds the ones that have the small president mm-hmm. they're older bills and there are only three of them and he's like so if your 100 was in that bag it's one of these three mm-hmm. and uh they lay down and he they get quiet and he says you know we're gonna have to talk about it sooner or later yes and, and she says like, i know not right now though and that's that you think he's going to leave the marshal service? No. You think she's going to compromise? I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know. I feel like she'll... I feel like she really wants it. Mm-hmm. I feel like he really wants it. But I don't feel like he wants it enough to leave the marshal service. Maybe... I think being in the marshal service proves something to him about rising above the place he came from right and not being like arlo and Uh so it's not just that it's a job it's not just that it's noble it's like this constant reminder i'm not like my dad it's the complete opposite yes completely i think that that's what it means to him and so to leave that would be it's more tied to his identity. Right. And it's not even like the glory of being a cop. It's literally like distancing himself from his father. Right. Man, I don't know. Some deep shit. I feel like if I had been watching this as it came out, mm-hmm. then maybe I would be less sure that Raylan will stop, will not stop being a marshal. Mm-hmm. But since I didn't, and I know it has seven seasons. Right. <laughs> I feel pretty confident. Well, I mean, he could do not- like a fucking, he gets out, and then somebody like kills Winona, and he's drawn oh, back in no. or some shit. That would be terrible. That would be terrible. It'd be really weird if I like spoiled that, but I did it in a maybe this happens kind of way. Uh. <laughs> and then when it happens, you can be like, what the fuck? Wouldn't that oh, be crazy? <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> that's, that's accurate. <laughs> Wouldn't it be crazy if Patrick died? <laughs> no! Uh, oh. All right, so... That hurt. It still hurts, doesn't it? Yeah. I've watched it so many times, and I'm still just like, why the fuck? Why do you hurt me? And, like, it's worse when he gets hit and then he seems okay. Yes. And then he's not. Right. Oh. Oh. Anyway. You guys check out Offspring. Offspring. We have a podcast about it. It's great. Um, if you want to get in touch with us, if there's uh, stuff you want us to cover, questions you want to ask us, we're more than happy to probably answer them. You probably. can like us on Facebook, The Drama Mamas Podcast. Follow us on Instagram, at The Drama Mamas Podcast. Or follow us on Twitter at Drama Mamas Pod. If you didn't write that down, you can just go to our website, thedramamamaspodcast.com, and all that information is available to you with links. Yes. And unless there was anything else, as always, remember to save the drama for these mamas. <laughs> <laughs>